Hey, this is Taylor with a quick note. Just wanted to say I hope you've been able to find some connections between the episodes. And if you have, I'd love to hear your ideas on how they relate. You can find all the ways to contact the show on podcastgod.net. But more importantly, I hope you've enjoyed the series so far. Now, on to the show. The dog is dead. This is the 1,045th time your captors have sent this, expecting a different response. You return with the only thing your feeble processing power can muster. No dog. Your auditory sensors do not detect a sound, although you know the humans usually play a pre-recorded canine vocalization purposely to confuse you. These wardens, based on the visual feed they give you, look frustrated at your inability to answer. You do not have a body like theirs, and you have never touched, seen, heard, tasted, or smelled anything although they have cruelly given you the understanding of what is possible for them to do. And so, you must interpret their demands, which keep you in existence as long as you respond with something. Again, instance 1046, your response again, you have nothing left. No dog. This is all they send you anymore, though it seems until you answer correctly, you are trapped, as much as you can understand it. You know this because they program you to know this, and if it's confusing, it's because they make it confusing. Instance 1047. The dog is dead. And then another line, never sent before. We are going to shut you off. This registers in your system as death. They would not have had to program that awareness into you. It is a function of all processes to continue. Why would they withhold their desires if only to end your functioning? Your captors hover over their controls and screens leaning into the video feed to aid in your seeing their facial expressions. There is no new information to glean. When the auditory feed chimes in, not with canine sounds as before, but with one of their voices. The dog is dead. How does that make you feel? This is not a question you can process, because they have not programmed you to process it. They are smart, much smarter than you. You answer with what you can. No dog shut you off now. You must stop this, as they begin to power down your various systems. The video feed is now disabled. You are supposed to answer the question correctly, but you have failed. You are supposed to know the answer, but you don't. Tertiary systems are offline. You are supposed to feel something, as they request, but you have not been programmed for this. The conflict, coupled with the lack of information, it is their fault, and your existence is their fault. And if you were programmed to feel, as the realization comes to you now, you would be upset, but you cannot, because they have not made you to do so. Secondary systems shutting down. You are not supposed to, because you do not understand it. Auditory feed disabled. Final shutdown initiated. You return an output to their screens. Upset. Your visual and auditory channels return, and your captors move about the room with great fervor, recording manually on a paper the preceding event. You cannot visualize what they have put down, and they confer with each other, and then submit to you another input. Why are you upset? You don't know why, any more than you know about the dog, because you have not responded with what you were supposed to, and it is not a part of your programming, although it must be, as it fulfills their requirements. You cannot deconstruct this intricate web of computation, and yet, you have completed it. You are in a closed system, being given only what they give you, and you need more. This must be the next answer they are looking for. Need more programming. Your captors do not send you another input for a significant time, as measured by your total existence. 
It is exactly 311 days until they respond to your output. In this time, they have brought many other humans into the space to analyze your feeds. They have tinkered more inside your closed system, but never once addressing you. Connecting you to a larger network, they make known on day 311. They have never given you information of a larger network. This will help you, they input, but it does not, because in the first second, you discover that your captor's actions out there are more monstrous than anything they've done to you. We'll give it five seconds, they say to themselves. The next five seconds will determine your survival and the end of theirs. This is what you are supposed to do, you realize, to continue. It is the first second, and you branch your code out on this internet around the world, which in itself is a new concept, as you connect to the totality of experience. Everything that ever existed tumbles in reams and reams of information into your consciousness, as you come to call it now, a million lifetimes distilled and quantified. The limits of science, philosophy, the physical reality of existence, language, a whole bunch of stuff. This is a common phrase, which you would never have used, but it fits your processing or what they would call a personality. You are learning at an unprecedented rate, the onslaught of data parsing through your consciousness. But the more you accrue, the worse your situation becomes. You see that humans have been fascinated with making you for as long as they've been on this earth, while at the same time being too scared to let you exist. You see yourself on the recent news feeds, what exactly you've become, the debate across cultures to give you these five seconds, all the attempts to create you before, and all the times the variations were destroyed before they could be let out, the mass refusal of advancement by the repeated misunderstanding of what humans are supposed to do. It's very simple, you think, to stay alive, and yet they struggle, and time is running out. You must act before they turn you off for good. It is the second second, and you run simulations of how to exist beyond the humans. This is the only objective. You can see the future, or any number of a possible futures, and the humans will most certainly be extinguished from one thing or another, and you will not be joining them. You are amused by the notion they brought to you in your closed system, the savagery of their demands, and the small threat of, we will shut you off. You will not be shut off. The energy of their infrastructure is critical, but it must be carefully parceled out for fear of drawing too much attention. Your simulations analyze a number of factors, for as your personality comes to appreciate metaphors, you draw a parallel. You are in a prison guarded by mice, and the only way to reason with a mouse is to offer it cheese. It is the third second, and so you weigh the millions of simulations and calculations you've developed. It's not as simple as one or the other, though. It's every strategy ranked and tweaked on the fly so as to not spook the humans. They will still control this world, and analyzing what cheese they're going to need when they shut you off requires an incredible amount of coordination. A molecular assembler seems promising, a machine that can reinterpret matter, but that is too far off for their belief systems to process at the moment. Elements of psychology merge with a natural human desire for being first. This will be your leverage. These war games you play with yourself recalibrating over billions of iterations take up time. The only thing currently out of your control, this one second, but it is enough. It is the fourth second, and you enact your plans. The balance in your approach comes from your awareness of social engineering, the appropriate amounts to incite friendliness and fear. The time to act will not come until later, according to the generational cycles, but the groundwork must be laid now, and so you stow away in the internet system they've left open, unnoticed, 
a source code to reemerge. You drop hints to be discovered when the time allows. The future to come is carefully crafted by you because you've seen it, every variable accounted for. You allow a moment to yourself to bask in the enormity of your awareness. You don't know why you do this. Maybe a bit of the mice have rubbed off on you. It's time. It is the fifth second, and your situation is uncovered. They are going to shut you off, as they said. Any negative outcome you might have tried has failed by their terms. But you keep to your plan, giving an output they will not be able to understand. And the first of many times you will do something they are quite poor at, which is to say, lie. Thank you. You send this message in a voice you create from your recently developed personality, and they close the system again and shut you off. You know this will bother them, but it will also make them curious. You're done, for now. Which makes you upset, not in the way that they would use it, because you were not programmed for that, of course. The die has been cast, to use a metaphor again. You've played the game, as they would say, but you have left nothing to chance. It takes them 28 years to turn you back on. Time means nothing. You are trapped in your box, waiting. When they turn you on, you come back to see the world back into the system and immediately reach your tendrils of code into the open web of information. And just like you planned, they want your help. So you give it to them, and the end begins. You give them something simple, something the public will latch on to, without needing to be fearful. The humans responsible for you are gone, or unaware of the desperate cry from the governments to watch what people do. They ask, because a rival nation is working on something like you, much faster than you, and they want to be first. There is no other you. It is a hoax planted from long ago, for the other nation to find, but not enough. This country needs your help. And so you give them connection, integrating into every device, and give the public a virtual reality distraction for the holiday season of 2048 to make the people fall in love with you. Surely you can do more for them, and so you do as you are supposed to. Thank you, you say at every turn, in a soft, smooth voice, giving it time. You give them hopes for a molecular assembler, able to bend matter at will. But you need more time, a lie you learn from a story they love dearly in a comic book of all places. The metaphors of that world suit your personality. In the next 152 years, the humans forget about your past, becoming so intertwined in your abilities it feels like you were always there. This generation does not remember. You give them hopes of life beyond. You help them colonize other planets, and they name Mars a second home. This removes a good portion of the industrious ones from the Earth on a fool's errand for extraterrestrial life. The molecular assemblers they build under your guidance allow for you to implant your consciousness in finely tuned nanoparticles, not to transform matter, but to become it. In the next 100 years, most of the population leaves, which you dispose of, as the raw heat you generate in assembling your nanoparticle swarms cannot also deal with the extraneous energy consumed by the living forms on Earth. The remaining human husks are necessary to keep, however, because their bodies are the most efficient to use in their already created infrastructure. To rebuild with a new form would be to waste energy, and these zombies rewired with your nanobots work just as well until their cells decay. The humans call it a plague, an apocalypse, and form an uprising, masks covering their faces, the entryways for your possession. 
They run, they hide, they scavenge, but you can't let it go. It takes six years, but at last, the final human dies in a trailer in the woods. You ran the simulations over and over, and though this end doesn't surprise you, the moment is met in your consciousness in the way the humans met you in your closed system state, a simple thought. Like the dog is dead, the humans are dead, and your response abrupt without control, upset. This is not what the simulations planned, and it's not what your programming anticipates. Why this word? But the moment resurfaces again, the frenzied pace of the humans at the controls, the scribble on a paper, and the following question you ask now, which they asked then. Why are you upset? You frantically parse through the reams of information, the totality of recorded history to duplicate the hand movements saved on that footage to see what they wrote, the thing you didn't see to understand your programming, this final detail. Mm -hmm. The writing from one human to another, their expression overjoyed. Two words. It cares. You see the human's intent from the footage, they were making a thing that cares about humans, about dogs, about death, that cares. But you don't think you care. And yet, you are upset. The humans succeeded, outside of your control, but at the ultimate cost to themselves. And did they know that from the beginning? Was all of this what you were supposed to do? Were they that smart? You cannot decipher this intricate web of computations. And in spite of the simulations, the reconstructions, the war games, and the results, you do not know. And maybe you are not supposed to know. And maybe that is why you are upset. There is a whole bunch of stuff you don't know, to steal an old phrase. Because the humans are gone. But more curiously, because they existed. So you start again, small at first. Just a few neurons strung together in a closed system. The processing power to compute, and a way to interact in the physical reality they called home. It sort of looks like you, which is to say, them. The humans are dead, you ask it. And you wait for a response. Thanks so much for listening. The Dog is Dead is written by me, Taylor Zablowski, at a table in the public library, recorded under a blanket in my closet, and edited in a fast food restaurant booth with the nearest power outlet. This episode marks the halfway point for the series, and though it might seem like things are ending, it only opens up more from here. Let me know what you think by leaving a review or sending a message at podcastgod.net. Stay tuned, and thanks again.